All right, welcome to it. We're living in bizarro land. I really, you remember back in the day, Chris, when uh, you'd see the odd person wearing a mask on the TTC? Now here we are, mandated to wear masks in Toronto. It's mandatory as of today. Listen, I actually don't have a problem with it other than, wow, I never thought in my lifetime I would see anything like this here in um, Canada. But it's a fact of the coronavirus that masks are uh, one of our defenses. Now, yeah, they're not 100% perfect. Nothing is. But, you know, proper hygiene, hand hygiene, safe social distancing and mask wearing, they're all ways you could avoid getting the coronavirus. And so I'm in favor of it. If you just want to know where I stand on this, Chris, you okay with the mandatory masks in Toronto? Listen, I was uh, okay with it as a voluntary buy-in. I've been wearing bandanas and masks on my face when I go into indoor spaces or shared elevators and stuff for a long time. I'm disappointed it got to the point that it had to be mandated because I think that we should have had universal buy-in. It's like a seatbelt. Why yeah. wouldn't you wear it? Yeah, but you still see those people that aren't wearing seatbelts. I and it's so funny because I tend to, I tend to err on the side of uh, what can I do that might not might not result in my immediate death if something goes wrong. Oh, survival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice instinct. Yeah. Maybe that's just the way I am. Hey, Dave, how are you with mandatory masks? Absolutely, You're in the city 100% as well. for it. Um, I'm right. like Chris, I was wearing it a long time ago. Um, when I see people in the stores not wearing it, it kind of freaks me out because um, you never know, right? Yeah, I'm fully invested. It's a complete buy-in on my part. Um, so as of today, masks are mandatory in Toronto. All indoor spaces uh, will require you to put on a mask. The new bylaw um, is a, tough to enforce, though. That's a problem. It's up to retailers to enforce. And Toronto's bylaw is meant to... Um, make masks mandatory in businesses like grocery stores. It won't apply to kids under the age of two and people who can't wear masks for medical reasons. There's the weird part because it's going to be hard to prove that you have asthma. What are you supposed to do? Bring along, well, you should probably have your inhaler on you, but we, you know, present the inhaler. I'm sorry, I have an inhaler. In that case, I would say, why put yourself at risk? Maybe you should avoid going into stores. They're still doing curbside pickup. There are still ways to get home delivery. I want to welcome into the show uh, Stuart Green from the TTC. Stuart, good to have you on. Um, I always love that you spare time for us whenever we call you. So thanks again for that. And I hope you're doing well. Uh, yeah, my pleasure. I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. The reason why I reached out to you today is that uh, there is a bunch of people that are uh, not so convinced that masks are the way to go. In fact, they'll be protesting it. They're going to show up at Young Dundas Square today. We have one of the protesters talking about what they're going to do. We have to tell everybody, Tuesday, Dundas Square, 9.30 yeah. a.m. We're yeah. going to be there and we're going to go on the TTC with our group, Maskless. We're all going to use, yep. I have a medical condition. And we're yeah. going to show everybody that masks are not mandatory. There are no consequences for refusing. And they cannot refuse you service for refusing the mask. And they cannot ask you for medical proof. We are going to demonstrate that live with an entire group of people. Because we're going to show you what united non-compliance can do. What a jerk. Anyhow, I, oh, sorry, that was my inner voice. I'm on the radio still, right? I forgot. So today, the in about 20 minutes' time, protesters will show up. I don't know how many of these, the, you know, the, how many people this guy can rally to show up at Young Dundas Square. But then they're going to get on the subway and they're going to ride without masks. Stuart, I mean, you've seen the obvious choice to ask, well, what will happen? Because their whole idea is that you can't do anything to stop them. Um, what, what are the TTC planning to do with these protesters? Well 
You know, it's interesting, Kelly, you know, in, in listening to what that gentleman says, uh, he's absolutely right. You know, he doesn't even need to go on the TTC to demonstrate what he's saying. I could confirm that for him with a simple phone call. Uh, you know, people who have medical conditions, and it, you know, it sounds like this gentleman might have a medical condition that he's using as an excuse not to wear a mask. That's his business. We are not in the business of infringing on people's rights to uh, have a medical condition, frankly. Uh, they, they have their reasons to not wear them. We've said that we will not request, uh, we will not you know, uh, direct people to, sh- to prove to us that they cannot wear a mask. We will just accept their word. They cannot wear a mask. That's, that's fine. Um, so, you know, really, uh, it, it's, it's a bit of a moot point, though, because, you know, as we've been going through this, we already had 50 plus percent of our customers wearing face coverings before ever we made the mandatory. Right before we made the mandatory, we were at about 60 percent. Our latest audit, which was done um, Monday, uh, so yesterday at uh, Kennedy Station Scarborough, 84 percent of people were wearing face coverings. So the message is out there, right? Like people, and I think like you and Dave and Chris have said, you know, it's just a no-brainer at this point. People are doing it, and so we don't really need to enforce it. We're reminding people. We're educating people. We're just asking people to do something responsible to respect the fellow customers and to respect our employees by wearing a face covering to protect others. Yeah, it's all about other people when you put on the mask. You're protecting them from you because you could be an asymptomatic carrier uh, and spread the disease unknowingly to other people, and, you know, uh, they'll bring it back to vulnerable people, and then, you know, it could be... Uh, an unfortunate situation you know, in, involving a fatality that results in yeah. you being selfish at the end of the day. But I don't think these people can see that far down the line. What are you advising um, people to do if they see these protesters today on, on their so, TTC car? Yes. So, I mean, you know, I think what they might be looking for, I mean, you know, notwithstanding the fact that they may have medical conditions that, you know, is none of our business. uh, But, uh, you know, if they're trying to make political points or trying to make a point in some other way, we're not going to engage them in that. You know, this is their business. Anyone who pays their fare can ride the TTC. So presumably they will pay a fare. They will ride the TTC. They will have a reason not to wear a face covering. And we will respect that. So are you basically hoping that by not making a big deal out of this, although we are having a conversation, it'll just kind of (laughs) fade away? Well, so as I say, I mean, you know, look, (laughs) we did an audit yesterday at Kennedy Station, uh, you know, within the first not even a week of having mandated on the TTC. And we've got 84 percent of people that we saw at that very, very busy station wearing face coverings. I mean, if that doesn't tell you that the message is getting through, I don't know what does. I mean, that's fantastic. We're really pleased with that. We'll continue to do audits throughout the system. I suspect that what we're going to find is there will be very high compliance rates. People, you know, and, and this is the, the beauty of living in Canada. You know, we, we only need to look south of the border and look at what's happening there to see what happens when people don't participate in socially responsible activity. We know that in Toronto, people are more than willing to do that for their fellow Torontonians, for their fellow Canadians, which is great. And so, you know, that's really good for us to see. And we're really encouraged by it. How many masks have you handed out? Do you still have masks available? Because I know that the TTC yeah. was making them available for uh, some riders that just didn't have masks yet. And and it's understandable. They're hard to procure. And not everybody, you know, has the access to a sewing machine or the, the funds to buy a mask. Some of them are pretty uh, over the top. I think I saw a sequin one the other day. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, there, there are some great designs. I think, you know, and I think, you know, back to Chris's point earlier, you know, he's been doing it for a while wearing a bandana. People are just putting anything over their mouse and their nose. 
Um, and, and that's acceptable. You know, really anything is better than nothing at this point. Um, you know, we'd like something a little more sort of tight to the face, uh, but breathable. Um, so, so we have been giving out masks. As you say, though, we had a million to give away. We're having a hard time giving them away, which in my book is a good thing because it means people are already wearing them. So we, you know, so you just don't have people coming up to ask for them, or people want to avoid. We, we do. Uh, no, okay. we do. We 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 definitely have. We, we've been giving some away. Uh, the first couple of days, we gave away probably around seven or eight thousand a day, um, and we've we've gone out and done tried to do some targeted outreach. Uh, we were at Kennedy Station last week. Uh, we've been out in a couple of the uh, the wards. We're going to be out throughout the city and in, in all the different wards with the local councillors. Uh, but really, what we're seeing is a lot of people already wearing face coverings. So. Uh, which is great. So we don't need to give them away. We have, you know, we probably still have 9 million, I don't know, 9 million or sorry, 900,000 or so to give away, which, you know, is a lot. We're going to do some target outreach through uh, some of the priority neighborhoods with the um, with the poverty reduction office. Uh, we'll be in subway stations. So if anyone needs a mask who's riding the TTC, oops, I forgot one at home. Just ask our staff. We have plenty on hand and available to give out. Okay, what if you're you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, I'm getting to my destination. I'm going to go in to where I will ride the TTC. I've got a mask right now. I'm going to my destination, but um, I should take a, you know, somehow that mask may be compromised. Can you get a mask if you're already wearing one? Would you turn people down or would you say, no, yeah, no. here you go, take it? Absolutely. If, if people are wearing one and they want a second one, we'll absolutely give them one. What we're doing though as well, just back to your earlier point about, you know, how you make them, uh, you know, we're, we're giving information. We've got some information on our website at ttc.ca slash masks uh, that shows you how to make a very simple mask. Um, you know, the, at this point, I mean, I think, you know, everyone knows how to make one or just how to cover their face. And, and frankly, that's what we're seeing, which is great. All right. Thank you very much, Stuart. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Stay safe. Thanks, Kelly. You too.